everybody. This is the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are so excited to be here. This is really fun. We are here to talk to one of our favorite members of the Good Witch cast. We're talking to Catherine Disher, and I'm Rachel. Amber is not here. She has a bit of a stomach bug today. And But Catherine, thanks so much for coming on our podcast again. My pleasure. It's always lovely to talk to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. You and, guy. You guy. You're yeah. singular today, so you yeah. die. <laughs> I know Amber is very sad that she didn't get because it's one of our favorite interviews that we've ever done is with you. We had so much fun Aww, thank you. with that one. Now, do you guys have a name as a couple? Are you like Ramber or? <laughs> I like what it. What would it be? Amchel? What? Amchel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ra- yeah, Ramber. How about Ramber? Ramber. I feel like I should be first since I'm the host. Yeah, because you're here today. So, of course, you should be first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Reach That's Burr. it. She's lost out. Amber's lost out because she wasn't here today. <laughs> when we named your couple. All right. Yes. <laughs> the Reach Burr podcast. Uh, yeah, no, no. I think Ramber is Ramber. Sounds really cool. Yeah. 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 Hey, there you go. That's really cool. <laughs> well, so how have you been? How how's been? We talked to you in April, I believe. So how how have you been the last few months? Well, you know, I have spent I don't know since January. This is the first year I haven't had a flu shot in a long time. Uh huh. And I spent the last month of shooting in January really sick, shooting in oh, minus no. thirty degrees outside. And uh, got pneumonia, in fact. And then I got over that finally. And then I think in April, I probably was just over getting sick again. Yeah. And then I've just been sick again for the last three weeks. So oh, next year, no. I'm still having my flu shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. There, I hate it when you have one of those ones that just, like, keeps resurfacing. Like, you, it, it's, it, like, gives you, like, three or four days where you think, aha, I'm done. And then, boom. Yeah. Yeah. No, and this is weird. I mean, I got over the one in April, and I thought, oh, okay, well, that's it for me then for the winter. That's been a bad winter. And then, I don't know, three weeks ago, it's just, it's a bad bug. And today, Uh, here in Toronto, it is literally, with the Humidex, like 44 degrees outside. So, I am not going anywhere. What's it like where you are? uh, It has been been hot. That's true. Uh, but it, it's been pretty nice. I mean, I, I'm, I'm way too much of a hermit. So sometimes it's like, oh, what's the weather been like? I got to go outside. <laughs> you need a dog. That's how I tell. Yeah. Eventually, you have to go out with the dog. Right. <laughs> yeah. You have to leave your home, leave the front door, and yeah. go out with your dog. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, it's, um, it's revolting. It, it, literally, you open the door, and it feels like you're opening the door to the oven. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> yeah. My my uh, air conditioner hasn't been working in my car, so that's when I noticed. The oh, oh. Yeah, it's like I'm not going on any road trips anytime soon. No, so, my car is my saving grace. I think, well, I'll just get in my car. Yeah, and then <laughs> go and do my errands. But it's hard for me to get out of the car, so I sit in front of the store, going, "Okay, well, I just have to run into the store." Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's it's funny up here. It's like way too cold for four or five months of the year. And then it's okay for about uh, like two months of the year. And yeah. then it's really too hot for the other three months or whatever. I, it's, uh, hopefully that totals 12. But yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's become uh, the, the actual livable temperature is only around for a very short period of time. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I uh, served my mission for my church in Indiana up in the very top, almost Michigan. So I, yeah. and I got some some of that kind of kind of weather, I think. And it's it's very you do get you do get the true seasons, though. That's the one nice thing about it. Is a, yeah, I miss, but I remember growing up, and I don't know whether this is one of those things where, you know, when people used to say when I was young, well, oh, I had to walk a mile <laughs> to school yeah. in the snow with no boots on, you know, but I do remember a real spring and a real fall, and those were my two favorite seasons, and I, yeah. right now, it, it, it's spring for like a week, and then it goes right from, we had an ice storm at the end of April that oh, was really? extraordinary. Oh, yeah, it was horrendous, yeah. this yeah. ice storm, and then... Um, and then literally two weeks later, it was almost 30 degrees. Oh, wow. And that was great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, we have extremes up here. And I know, are you high up elevation-wise? You are. Oh, yeah, you? yeah. I don't know how high up, but, but yeah, in Utah, we're, we're, we're high up. And my parents yeah, so. live even higher. They're up on the, um, you have to go up quite a bit to get to their house. And so it can be, it can be a nothing uh at my apartment and then i go or my house and then i go up to theirs and they can have a foot of snow in the winter is that oh. that different <laughs> it's like a weird microclimate higher up yeah. i know um, oh anyway but we um, always complain about the weather that's that's a very canadian thing to do is complain about the weather <laughs> all the time yeah um yeah. but other than that i have been recovering from being sick and just kind of enjoying you know not working for a while i do my cartoons i've been doing some cartoons and yeah um yeah that's that's almost not work though so um <laughs> have you had any you've been doing know. new recordings some new animation i do uh at the moment i'm on i've been doing some of these cartoons for years uh one of them longer than i've been doing the good witch it keeps coming back and uh -huh. max and ruby which is a Aww. and so i um yeah i just do i do recurring voices on three cartoons at the moment and um yeah, and I'm doing a, an animated feature in a couple of weeks, and, but it's, it's sort of in the very early stages. So that's, you know, that's all I've been doing. I have that's not been really uh, working. Yeah, I'm not working on camera. I've been taking a bit of a break, which I like to do in yeah. between seasons. So I was going to ask you, you're, you're a voice on the Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood show? Yes, I am. Yes. And I was curious if you had seen this, um, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? This documentary? No, but I'm dying to. I heard it's oh, wonderful. Yeah. It's so good. I saw it at Sun. I've seen it twice now, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, I saw it at Sundance and it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's pretty standard as far as form. It's just, you know, talking heads talking about, but it, ugh, it's just like, just warms your heart. What, lots of archival footage? Uh, yeah. Archival footage, interviews. Um, and it just, makes you feel hopeful that like such a person existed as Fred Rogers. That's exactly what someone else said to me. They said that he was just this wonderful person. And, and she was telling me some of the things they, they did on their show that was so sort of socially forward looking. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, way back then. And I remember cause he was on, when was he been on early sixties? He started because I do sort of, I think I remember him. Yeah, so he was, it was when I was growing up, I was a kid, and he was on, and he was so different than the rest of the shows on television, because yeah. they were all very quick or fast, or, or the cartoons were all zip, 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 and then there was Mr. Rogers, and so sometimes you just didn't want to watch it because it seemed so slow, and blah, blah, blah. but as soon as you started, I remember my mother 
saying to me later on that she wanted me to watch that yeah. show because whenever kids do watch it, they really calm down and they listen yeah. and they were, they were completely engaged, but it took them a while to get there because they're so used to this other television that was just coming at them full force. Yeah, the, it, it really is true. And they really, they talk about that a lot in the, uh, in the documentary. Um, but he, he was very, uh, you know, a lot of, especially now I feel like, even though I love animation, um, sometimes I'll watch Cartoon Network and it feels like the, the children's programming is very shouty very shouting at me all the time and there's a place for that and i can appreciate that but um but yeah there is something special about the way he the calming nature of his show and the way that he uh involved sort of real life things but also make believe in kind of this this way was really great and uh, yeah, I mean, I it's I think everybody could say that, that they, or at least a lot of people can say they grew up with Mr. Rogers. You you know, even though you're older than me, I you know was definitely a part of my childhood in the '80s too. So yeah, uh, and oh, he was on for a long time, and I, you know, yeah. I'm Canadian too. We did have sort of a Canadian kind of equivalent, Mr. Oh, yeah? Dressa, this guy who did yeah, he did a show for years, and he was fabulous, Ernie Coombs. But huh. his show was called Mr. Dress Up, and he had some puppets, and he had a tickle trunk where he would take costumes out of, and it was much more about imaginative play. Yeah. Um, and we also had something called The Friendly Giant, which was also sort of reading and imaginative play and yeah. puppets. And, and so these were our Canadian versions, but we also watched Mr. Rogers because we got him, of course, too, on American stations. Um, but That's yeah, really no, cool. it's very different, that kind of programming. Then. And, I, and I agree, even doing cartoons now, used to be when you were doing little kids cartoons that you you knew your audience and that that really defined how you were acting what your voice was like yeah and sometimes now i just feel like the sort of actiony kind of crazy cartoons i'm always yelling and i always think oh am i yelling and they're like no no it's great yeah so right right yeah, but but daniel tiger's neighborhood is not like that and that of course yeah. is you're right it was a cartoon that an animation that he had on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And in fact, Mr. Rogers used to do all the voices on it. So he did yeah. all the women's voices. And the, <laughs> and so when I got the uh, audition for it, it was for, I played Queen Sarah on that one. Uh-huh. And he actually did the voice for Queen Sarah. And so I, they played me, you know, they sent me sort of a link. And I, when I listened to it, I thought, who is this? I didn't know it was Mr. Rogers. I didn't right. know it was from his show. And so I was listening to him do sort of, Oh, here I am, the queen, you know, kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. it just sounded really odd. <laughs> and they said, no, no. And I went to the audition. I said, who is that? And they're doing the, the, the sample. And they said, oh, that's Mr. Rogers. And I went, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, they actually have a little bit of of Daniel, the animated, in the documentary, kind of his transitions in between different. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that that's really neat. You'll have to let us know what you think when you see it. Oh, I'm sure I'll love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you. We can come back and talk about the finale episode some other time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Full disclosure: we're recording this before the finale uh, aired. So if you're wondering why we're not talking about it, that's why. Uh, so I'm sworn to secrecy. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. Uh, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about the season as a whole in comparison to other seasons of The Good Witch? Uh, how do you feel it's, it's gone? 
Uh, that's interesting. Um, what do you think? I think this has been a very strong season. I, I think that uh, I, th- there's a couple, I have a couple little things that we'll talk about that I haven't loved. Okay. But um, but okay. overall, I, like I have not liked the way that the show has treated Grace this season. I feel like she's oh. always in the wrong. She's can't do anything right, and I I feel like I don't know. She's such a sweet character, and I don't know. I feel like Nick has been really hard on her. Noah has been hard on her, and even Cassie oh. to a certain extent. Um, and that's been that's frustrating to me. Yeah. That's interesting because, I mean, it's hard to get an overview. So that's why I ask you what you think. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I'd have to go back and think about that. I, uh, what, what happened? <laughs> this is my middle-aged brain. But also, as I said, when we shoot, you know, two episodes in a block, I, I get confused about which yeah. is in what episode. So what happened? Because you, you watched the one last Sunday, correct? Yes. Yeah. And what happened in last Sunday's? So last Sunday, they had a... The um, uh, the quilt, uh, was right. yes. So they were all making the quilt, and uh, the you had the bachelorette and bachelor parties, which were fun. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, you had that one was I really enjoyed that one. The um, we haven't loved uh Phil has not been our favorite um we like you're not the first person to say that i don't think yeah yeah and i don't know if they thought we would like him more (laughs) um but yeah i mean just it's hard when you start off a character that's threatening to sue abigail for then right away to buy into them having this romance but I really liked the journey of Abigail as a character on this season. I think that she's grown a lot, and I think that uh, she's had some really, you know, interesting episodes. You know, the episodes with her dad, the episodes with—I mean, they've they've done a lot with that character. I think this season that has been good, and uh, you know, it's it's nice to see her be vulnerable with a relationship yeah. we haven't really seen that and i think sarah powers has done great i don't know i just i just we have not loved phil <laughs> you know um, what that's interesting i, I yeah. think um yeah I, you're not the first person that said that to me and i and, and in terms of sarah i think it's great too learning more about her character so she's not just yeah. the you know the good witch and the bad witch kind of right, thing right. um but she uh but you know it's really a function of airtime and giving her character more air you yeah know? yeah so she, literally the character can breathe you give them more airtime, more air they breathe they have seen you know they so there's lots of you know stuff that we found out about her um yeah so yeah i agree with that and it's funny that actor who plays phil i did a series up here and for the cbc called the border for three years which was about border border security agents sort of a hot topic these days um (laughs) and it was his very first job he's a he was a singer and he came up that was his first acting job um uh and he was a musician so it's it's interesting to watch people uh yeah i'll I'll have to see what what other people think and how uh you know what happens and what did something happen to me in the the last sunday's episode so the last let me try to remember uh so what was was uh, martha's storyline so uh you 
you were involved with helping to find the four somethings. So your wish was that you wanted more time in that. And oh, okay. So that was your wish. And so you, you were getting all scheduled, scheduled. And then, then you had the funny scene with, you had some good time with Jared in that scene, in that, in that episode, which was a lot of fun. We liked Jared. We're a fan. Yeah. I love him. I just, <laughs> I, you know, Randall who plays him is the nicest, funniest young guy yeah young guy i think he's close to, well he probably shouldn't say his age on tv i mean on radio i mean on podcast <laughs> um but he's, uh, he is so nice and so funny there was a day when on that last block and maybe it was it hasn't so it hasn't i guess you'd know what i was talking about so that hasn't aired yet so uh-huh. this is why i'm trying to remember what happens in the second sure, to last sure, episode sure. and what, what happens in the last one because i don't want to give anything away um and uh, there was one day when it was just Sarah and Randall and I all day long. And we were just, we had, it was just so much fun. We, we share a similar sense of humor. Not that we, you know, we always have fun with everybody, but uh-huh. I just remember that one day was, um, was, was super fun. He's very funny in real life. Yeah. He seems like a really fun guy. So that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's cool. He's, comedy is his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he looks I like liked- he's 12 years old, but in fact, he's got a wife and kid and, you know, Right. I liked uh, the episode where uh, the, I think it's till it was, it was episode seven till death do us part. That one was really good in general. Uh, I thought, but I liked uh, his role in helping grace figure out your family history and going into the, Oh, right. Yeah. That one. Yes. That I one do was really that fun. One. Yeah. And yeah. I, that one I thought was one of the best produced of any of the episodes this season. I mean, just Sam going to the South America and like that whole scene was, cause usually they stay on set pretty well. <laughs> Good witch. So this was kind of like, I don't know, a whole new set. Yeah, it was a big departure thing. for the show. And so I'm yeah. interested. So yeah. you guys like that. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. And it was uh, nice to, I liked sort of Grace and Jared like hunting through the the um, the archives. Yeah, that was fun. When I remember the the writer, uh, the showrunner last year, sort of had come up to me when he first came on the show two years ago and said, "So, who do you who do you wish you did scenes with, but you don't do scenes with, or who would yeah. you like to do scenes with?" And and you realize that you know anybody gets in a bit of a rut and you end up you know being with the same people all the time, or and it's very so to mix it up is really fun, you know, to see yeah. how it brings out different sides of all the characters. So for Grace to spend all that time with, uh, with Jared sort of, that was fun. Uh, you know, it yeah. brought out different things in both of them. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, Grace is, it's difficult, isn't it? At this age, because they're no longer little kids. Yeah. And they're yeah. not, you know, they're sort of coming to the end of their high school years really. And it's, it's uh, it's an interesting transition, and it's maybe it's that you know um, we're not sure how to treat them or how to deal with them or what yeah. their storyline because they're not yet complete adults, but yet they're not you know adolescents anymore either. So yeah, it's it's tricky. I think it's a tricky age yeah. to write for too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Grace, I mean you know Bailey can it, well Bailey can do anything. She's an yeah. amazing actress. So really, anything that you threw at her, she could absolutely you know, bat it out of the park, hit it out of the park. Yeah, no, she has been amazing. I think the combination of like Courtney being like Courtney drama, 
Nick drama and no drama. <laughs> like it's been, I don't know. We just felt like, Oh, like she's such a nice kid and, and everything she does yeah. is wrong. And, but my favorite <laughs> moment with her was in uh, the episode with um, which one was it? Was I forget which number it was, but I uh, I liked the episode. Oh, so I it was number two, I think, the second episode. I liked the episode where Grace uh, goes to the math tournament and she's not really into it, but she goes anyway. And uh, I liked that whole moment between Sam and Grace that he basically tells her, don't waste time with things that you're not passionate about. Like, life's too short. I thought that that was a really nice, strong episode. And I think think that it's been a real... James Denton has been knocking it out of the park, as you say. (laughs) Like, he's been great this season. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He's been really good. Yeah, he's, a, he's, again, he's a very interesting actor to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, I, it, I didn't envy him his, his job four years yeah. ago to kind of come on the show. Sure. And, uh, you know, we used to tease him about replacing Chris Potter and stuff. But yeah. he's a very good actor and he's very smart and he's very yeah. funny. He's somebody else who can handle whatever you want him to do, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever's thrown at him. Um, and so it's, uh, as you said, I mean, expanding him and allowing him to kind of go to Columbia and, um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think maybe we'll see more of that. I mean, hopefully yeah. they haven't officially renewed the show yet. And they, if they do, it will know in the next few weeks if they do. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I, say there's a it seems like there's a good chance that uh it's going to be renewed the numbers are are good and uh so yeah i hope so i know this is a weird time of year to talk to an actor in a show when they're (laughs) waiting to hear the show is not only that the show can be picked up but then they have to pick the actors up yeah it's kind of like we hope so oh man do we hope so because i personally I know it's like practically blaspheme to say because everybody likes when calls the heart the most, but I like the good witch the most of all of the Hallmark Aww. shows. I didn't know that. Just, Does everybody like when calls the heart oh, the most? Yeah. They're very, very intense in their devotion to a hearty show, but it's a little slow for my particular taste. I, well, that's like what I'm wondering. I've, I've only witch. ever seen snippets of it. Um, yeah. And uh, it, CBC has it up here, but they play it sort of, um, it's at times when either I'm working or, and I, and I'm, you know, a total idiot when it comes to trying to program my television <laughs> in any kind of yeah. format at all. Um, but, uh, so what is it that you, that generally, what is it that people love about when calls the heart? It's very old school romance. It's very, uh, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like when I say romance, I mean like sort of in a uh, in sort of romantic novels. It's not like a uh, it's what do I say? Um, like it's not it's like, the period aspect of it. The fact yeah, that that's part of it. It's not like Anne and Green Gables, but it is in the sense of like it's the kind of novels that that uh, it's kind of in that vein of like something that's just sort of like wholesome and romantic and uh really sweet 
And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, I like. Uh, well, I I enjoy the show for what it is. It's just a little slow for my taste, but I think that's why people like it. It's sort of leisurely, and uh, and comforting, and uh, yeah, and, and it has. It's very well cast, and and um, uh, they. It's a. It's totally different. I mean, you're comparing apples and oranges in a way, but I don't. I just yeah. really like the Good Witch, so. <laughs> and uh yeah so good yes. i'm glad yeah um and i i think it's been a fun season for martha how do you feel about her character growth in this season again i i think martha i feel so embedded in martha that yeah. when people talk about growth or making her more this or making her more that i sort of feel like you know you write me the scene and martha can do it yeah. and it's going to yeah. change you know whatever she's doing like she's different when she is with um, Tom, her husband, yeah. and you see a different side of her, and so uh, you know, and so it's not—it's not that it really depends on what you're given to do, yeah. and and different sides of the character will come out depending on what you're given to do. So when people say to me, "We, you know, we want to explore this side of Martha," I go, "Well, that's fine. Then write me scenes that explore that side of Martha." Yeah, because um, you know she's going to be a certain way in certain circumstances. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, and I'm always just because of who I am, I'm always sort of looking for the comedy in, uh, yeah. um, in Martha and Martha's scenes and how they, uh, and sort of, I like to kind of push the envelope, which is, yeah. you know, it's a lot to say cause it's a Hallmark show. You can only push the envelope so far. Sure. Um, but I like to kind of, uh, be a little different in terms of pace and it's yeah. just who she is she's a you know uh so yeah i i think my favorite my favorite moment of the season is was her writing those mean reviews <laughs> the, oh online yeah, the, i know yeah, that was so funny <laughs> i know and i played it i played it absolutely like she had no idea why that would be a bad thing yeah yeah no i agree you know? <laughs> it's, uh, and which is what I feel like people think about the internet. Oh, I can say anything I want because it's anonymous, right? Um, <laughs> you know, and everybody knows that it doesn't matter. And <laughs> it's like, what? No, it matters. Of course, it matters. Yeah, <laughs> it was very funny, and and uh, and just her whole like, well, I was just trying to make you better. I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want you resting on your laurels. That was really. I funny. hurt your feelings in order to make you better. Right. For your own good. I know. I know she's completely tone deaf about stuff like that. Uh, on the other end, if someone did it to her, she'd be horrified and oh, demanding sure. to know who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. I also really thought there was that was a sweet moment between you and between Martha and her husband, between Tom, when uh he when you have the whole conversation about him moving and it did scare me i was like oh my gosh i know are we losing me too i read the first draft i was like wait a minute i'm not moving am i that's okay <laughs> <laughs> because they had a it, on when calls the heart it was all a drama this season because a character spoiler alert character died suddenly and it was very shocking oh Yes. And so like now I'm just like I feel like I'm saying I was like when calls heart ruined television for me because now I'm always like oh no. <laughs> Did the actors contract go out? Die now. Are they going to die? Yeah. Like, 
This is very upsetting. I'm not used to That's shows like Game of Thrones where characters just die. Like I was that a, like a real? Was that to sort of solve a real life situation? Like yes. the actor wanted to leave yeah. the show. The, the way they did it. Which but, actor was it? Uh, it was Daniel Lissing. And he, you know, he wants to, he moved to LA and he wanted to pursue other things, which totally get, but they just, it was, a, it's a very romantic show and they should have had a ro- more romantic way for Jack, the yeah, main lead to go. Like he should have died from like scarlet fever and like, you know, her holding <laughs> hand out into, you know, to the end. Like that's the kind of show it is. It's not, yeah. here's the Mountie Wait, riding the in with a, with a, you know with the news like that's not the kind of show it is anyway it was handled i thought very terribly uh but is that who plays the mountie he's the mountie right yeah he's the mountie daniel lissing is he from australia yeah he's from australia yeah so (laughs) if you now you now you've got it spoiled so maybe it won't be shocking for you if you ever watch the show but but anyway but it's when did that happen in the season it happened the second to last episode and and they had the them get married in episode three. Like you've been waiting for this big, so they're finally married. And then like, <laughs> like oh no, I don't know. It was actually episode five. And then like three episodes later, it's like oh he's dead. <laughs> like what? Oh no, <laughs> oh no. And aren't they? The, they're the main couple. So is it now the yeah. show's going to be maybe about her finding well, love again? Is that it? Co- no. Yes. Well, and of course she finds out she's pregnant in the finale. <gasps> yeah. So oh. it was very scandalous for Hallmark, and they were the Hardys were very upset <laughs> um, about oh, it. Well, it's- but yeah. it's a real pot boiler. I wondered. I saw their numbers yeah. spike up yes. at the and end. And I thought, it was very good for our podcast. So <laughs> we, we encouraged <laughs> the killing of characters, but not Martha. <laughs> no, I was, and me, you and me both. I, I looked at this plot line and went, wait a minute. I'm not moving to Chicago. <laughs> I don't want to move to Chicago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly we're like what and uh yeah but i don't know i just thought that martha's had some really sweet fun moments moments with grace moments with cassie i just like how i love how martha never pays for anything in the cassie store <laughs> that's one of my favorite recurring yeah things. there was a line this season that my husband had didn't he say to her at one point how do you make any money and yeah she says volume <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I know i thought that was really funny (laughs) yeah just in this last episode they they had a funny moment with uh with cassie having the pink salt for martha (laughs) right like how did you know that she would have that and that's been kind of a a fun theme of this season of sort of jay of of sam kind of start starting to kind of wonder about these things and sort of you know, he said in the last episode i got my eye on you nightingale which has been kind of fun to see him and also him kind of participating in some of uh her sort of uh intuitiveness i guess yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been pretty fun yeah because he's you know they set him up at the beginning as the complete opposite is you know yeah the empirical yeah. evidence man you know and, and intuition did not play into it into his world yeah. And so, yeah, so there's a real, um, you know, and it's a very, it's actually in real life, that's a very interesting discussion to have about doctors and, and their ability to sort of 
become less, uh, you know, especially in their, their one-on-one relationships with patients to yeah. sort of widen their horizons and be a little more, um, you know, attentive and intuitive to, to their yeah. patients. So uh, it's interesting to me. Yeah. I, um, well, you know, it's all sort of, everyone wants to see them married. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's been a tricky thing for them in uh, doing this because they have to, since she's already had one wedding in the series, they have to make it special, but not make it better, but make it its own thing. I think it's kind of an interesting thing, but I really loved when they were, uh, they were trying to uh, find the dress, but then as they found the dress, they found all these other things for the wedding, like on the way, it was kind of like a wedding scavenger hunt, which I thought was really fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and um, yeah, i know it's, it's 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 funny all these shows you know they tend to sort of hang on um you know the lead females finding love yeah. and eventually getting married and you think well but the shows have to be able to continue beyond that it's what happens next then right what right. happens once they're married like how does that relationship continue and and uh how do you keep viewers sort of interested and on the journey Right. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, no, it's, you're right. It's, it's it's interesting. I mean, before it was in the movies, it was Cassie, you know, coming to town and finding love and finding a home and and a family and and uh, and a community and them getting married and then Cassie having a baby and it was sort of this real progression. Um, yeah. And uh, that's been that's not quite what you know. We can't re- we can't redo that all over again. So. Right. It is trickier. I agree. Yeah. It's trickier. I, but, you know, personally, I don't care. As Martha, I would just like to be in my office and having community presiding over community meeting yeah. with my gavel in my hand. Yeah. I'm like all about that comfort level of, um, and everyone else keeps saying, no, we want to get Martha to do this and Martha to do that. I'm like, well, okay, but I really like being in my office. Oh, see, you can tell because there's been some fun moments of community council on this season. I really liked uh, what I liked the episode with this with the female small business owners. That was really fun. I right. yeah, I liked uh, when Abigail comes in and uh, and <laughs> and Martha's like, "Well, I guess I'm head of the council. I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can handle a, a break in the meeting." And she like it's the gavel and uh this is unprecedented and and uh, that whole thing when they're going to tour the old mill and like abigail makes the whole story about the ghosts and the tulips i thought that was really funny uh, <laughs> I, know. Like, I think in certain places that would make it more attractive like ooh, we got this ghost and- i know i know <laughs> well and it's actually really hard to say what was it female business owners association the middleton female bit it was actually really hard to say. I don't think anyone oh, did it in under three takes. Oh, interesting. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> I can think. Is there no acronym we can use? Just mention it once and then use yeah. the acronym? No, right. apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, there's just one episode to go. Yeah, I know. Well, and there's quite the preview. I guess you can't really say a whole lot, but... But uh, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a what pretty, is the preview? What are they? What are they the leaking preview, out in the preview? Well, the preview says that Martha is asked to step down or something like that. 
losing her position. Did they, do that? they actually show that in the preview? In the preview, they show it. So you don't have to say anything else, but it sounds like it's going to be a pretty fun finale. I can't talk about it. It's still, it's still traumatic for me. I can't talk <laughs> yeah, about I it. Yeah, yeah. It really it's, is. Like, wait, what? <laughs> don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. They're going to resolve it all. I'm like, what? What? And then... You know, and then of course the writer who wrote all that is not coming back next season. They have a new oh. showrunner. If they oh. go again, they're going to have a new showrunner. And I was like, wait a minute. So the person that wrote all this yeah. is not coming yeah. back to fix it. <laughs> it's going to be. Does the new person know if there's a way to fix this? That I. So I. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm on tender hooks. You know about what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I won't. I won't go. Uh, I won't go into it. I can't talk about it too much. I, I'm surprised. Yeah. They would even show that in the trailers. I know, you know, trailers are. But um, I, I, I had another favorite Martha moment when there was that drone, and you get like attacked oh. by the drone, <laughs> and you're like, I, I have my resting mayor face. That was so yeah. funny to me. <laughs> well, you know, the drone operator came up to me and said, "Okay, so we need a safe word." And I, I said to him, "What? Why would we need a safe word? You're not making me feel safe. Telling me we need a safe word." <laughs> right. And he said, yeah, you have to, we have a safe word so that if you're at a, at uncomfortable at any point, and I said, okay, my safe word is tomato. I, that's my, so okay. I out there, and this thing was getting really, really close, and I right. just started yelling, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I thought, okay, that'll be in the blooper reel. So yeah. Everyone's in love with drones. We had a drone in that episode, and we had a drone in a couple of other episodes, I think. Oh, really? And they're great, but. Yeah, they're yeah. great because they can get amazing shots. But what you don't realize about them is that they make a lot of noise. Oh, so, yeah. So it's fine. When it was up in the air, I went to do ADR in that episode. And yeah. it cut between the, jo the drone's point of view of me and me looking up at the drone, and which obviously wasn't there when I was shooting it. So I'm just looking up at an yeah. empty sky. And I'm talking over the drone in the kind of wider shots, the drone shots. And then they cut to the shots where there is no drone, and I'm not, I'm not talking nearly as loudly. And it was really odd, so I had to kind oh, of yeah. ADR all that and smooth it out. It's got to be easier for you to do ADR though with your voice acting experience, I would think. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I hesitate to say this because probably I'll go into the studio next time and be terrible at it, but <laughs> and have a terrible day. But I'm actually, I, I'm known to be fairly good at it. But I also. Yeah. I really do believe it doesn't matter how good the ADR artists are. And they're all really good. These engineers are like the best of the best. But I always feel as a viewer, I can tell when something has been ADR'd, even if it's done really well. Oh, yeah. And so I always fight for the original performance in any uh -huh. way that I, I wriggle and argue with them. And Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's a necessity. You just can't help yeah. it. But. There are other times when it's kind of, you know, well, it could go either way, and I'm right in there for the original performance. Yeah. I know that Catherine said on her Instagram that she had to do a ton of ADR for her Fiji movie because the waves are just so loud that the body mic, I guess, caught, like, tons of the waves. And so that she Fiji? had to do Was she in Fiji? Oh, yeah. She has a movie coming out in, in August. Uh, uh, yeah, that was all in Fiji. 
yeah, yeah, this is what you miss, not being on social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I know. I'm, I'm a bit out of it. I mean, I've yeah. texted her, but we never talked. We've never talked about stuff like that. It's more yeah, than the kids. Yeah, to be a me- in so a So they went to Fiji with Hallmark? Fiji. Yeah. They've, they've actually, like, for the Summer Nights uh, series, they have been yeah. pulling out all the stops. It's pretty impressive. There's a movie in Africa coming up with Lacey Chabert, uh, which is pretty wow. exciting. There's one on a cruise ship love on the sea and then yeah and then two movies in fiji not just one so catherine bell's just movie used to as just to get everybody in bathing suits <laughs> maybe i don't know uh but, but catherine I, bell looks you know she's uh, still she's got an amazing you know she's sure, right? in amazingly good shape and yeah. yeah she looks fabulous in bathing suits well so and cameron is very oh, yeah very you know handsome and uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah so i think it nice. would be really fun and but yeah she was saying on her instagram that she had to do a ton of adr for that because of all the waves were very loud uh so anyway <laughs> those annoying waves <laughs> yeah. by that annoying ocean on that yeah. beautiful annoying beach it's a tough life it's a tough life yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah they're doing and yeah two movies in fiji uh the um I think that Catherine Bells is called a summer to remember, but I could be wrong about that. And then, uh, and then one with Jill Wagner and Christopher Paloha that looks really fun. It looks like it's sort of a um, romancing the stone ish kind of movie, which I love that movie. So it could hopefully. Oh, yeah, be good. Cool. yeah. And Lacey Chabert and is, is in the Africa movie. So hope it'll be good. Yeah. And all I ever get to go to is Hamilton to shoot I up know. here an hour away. <laughs> I know we need we need the to feel this. We do. <laughs> we Actually, I'm kind of a I'm. My birthday's in June. I'm a Cancer, and I'm a real sort of homebody. I uh, yeah. I look for yeah. any like it's 46 degrees outside right now, and I'm like, oh, that's a good excuse not to go anywhere and do anything. <laughs> well, I'm still dying to get you in a Christmas movie, though. I think it would be so funny, but uh, but yeah, but it would be kind of. <laughs> I, I did but, do a, I did do a stop motion animation where I played Mrs. Claus. Oh yeah, years ago. Which one? Yeah, that? they were the the they were the the what brothers? The um, uh, Mickey Rooney played Santa. Although we were never in the oh. same room, we just recorded it separately. Is it um, an old Rankin Bass one or what? Was it old Rankin Bass like in that style or? Uh, it was stop motion animation, and it was um. It was called the Miser Brothers, and it was a oh, sequel to I think one that had been done twenty years ago. Animation, a sequel to a town without uh, a, a year with no Santa Claus. That's the one with the Miser Brothers. Is that, is that well? Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. I, and it's funny because I I was looking something up on on uh, YouTube, and I had to sing in this, and I'm not the most confident singer in the whole wide world. And plus, when you're doing it. You know, sort of doing an older voice and being almost sort of Mrs. Clausish, and <laughs> I sort of played her. Anyway, I so I then I I had to sing, and I was like, oh, and in fact, I auditioned for the thing, and I didn't audition in the room. I was away or I was busy working, so I just self taped, and no one said anything about singing. And then they said, oh yeah, and you've got the job, and okay, and here's the all the music. I went what? And so I was desperately going, oh no. And in fact, I, uh, they had a music director come up. And so I looked at this video thinking, oh, wait, that's a song from somehow. I don't know how it came up, but that's what came up. And I thought, oh, that's me. I'm doing, that's me singing as Mrs. Claus. Oh, maybe I'll listen to it. 
And I listened to it and I thought, well, that's not so bad. And I'm doing kind of talk singing, you know. And then I looked at the comments and this is why I'm not in social media. And everybody was like, whoa, she can't sing. Oh, my God, why did they get a singer for this? And I thought, huh, that's why I don't go on social media. And I, I want to say to them all, you try it. You try doing yeah. a cartoon voice and then singing as the character. And I said, and I was talk singing. So Aww. anyway, so that's why I'm not on social media very much. I, I don't I know. Everyone, on, yeah. they're all trolls. So I thought, huh, um, that's, well, I'll never go on social media or read any comments on YouTube ever again. But um, I mean, in fairness, the Hallmarkies are pretty nice. Like if, in, in the world of oh, social media, yeah. Hallmark is like, owning it pretty much as far as the fandom like pretty great there's a um, certain civility i agree yeah, hallmark yeah. engenders and i really appreciate it. i i sense that i can tell just in people who come up to me who watch the show yeah. there's you know there's a certain kind of person that will come up to me and talk to me about the good witch as yeah. opposed to other shows i've been in and invariably they are so nice super yeah. nice and the, super enthusiastic and yeah, we were joking with our interview with Marcus Rosner, who played the uh, sort of the 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 bad guy, I guess. In um, uh, when calls the heart, he's not really the bad guy. He's just like not Jack, and he's like trying to win right. Elizabeth, so he's like the bad guy. Uh, but anyway, we were joking with him. Like the worst thing that a Hallmark will do is make a collage about. <laughs> about you. Like, that's like they make like a, a collage about how they don't like you. But that that's about <laughs> as it'll get. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. A collage. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are um, they going to do now? I mean, if she's pregnant, then is she going to have had the baby by the time the next season opens? I don't or is know, she still because, be pregnant? See, it's really tricky because they, they I, w- I mean, on one hand, I think they would want to do a time jump, but they have these kids who are super adorable and super popular. And like, if oh. they do a time jump, then you can't use the kids anymore. And so I don't think, all the kids. yeah. And so I don't think that they're going to do that. I think that they, she'll be pregnant and all that fun so stuff. Time and, jump in between seasons usually. No. And I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see how they could, get around that it's it's a show that plays a little fast and loose with timelines like they kind of skipped world war one so they, <laughs> they, they if only they, we all could have skipped world war right, one yeah right right and so uh yeah i mean i guess they can you know do whatever they want but um but i don't know what they're going to do because uh I mean, they're eventually going to want to bring in a new love interest, but how how quick do you do that without like it being awkward or I don't and know. Unseemly and her eight months pregnant and yeah. you know going out on exactly. what passes for dates in right. nineteen whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. Well, I don't that's know. An it's conundrum. All kinds of drama going on with when calls the heart, but this is why you know when it comes up for contracts, you know, waiting for them to trigger my option. It, it's a very real reminder that no one is indispensable. And it's like, well, we can just kill you off. Uh, yeah. Thought, oh, no. <laughs> no. And I, I like, so I say, it's like when Cole's Heart has ruined TV. Cause now I'm just like, cause when James Denton Who's was going to die was, now, like, well, she was, they were all uh, worried about is Sam, like he's going to this, this country and he's going to be in danger. And I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, you know, because we shot it long before 
we knew, I guess, or that, you know, they yeah. were probably aware. Hallmark was probably aware what they, but you know, I don't know if our show would have been totally aware of what was going on in their show. So, <laughs> you know, it, it would never have occurred to us that people would have thought that he's never going to come back from Columbia. Yeah. And it no, was some, it was, yeah, they wanted a little danger, but yeah. you know, no, it was good though because okay. but it, they, because you did get to see a vulnerability to Cassie that you don't typically get to see on the show. Uh, but her sitting down, she always knows what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've talked about this a lot on the show that it's really hard to write stuff for her yeah. because she's not really surprised by much. Right. You know? Yeah, but her and George sitting there and being like, I felt the same way I did when I said goodbye to Jake. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> luckily it was, I know. Okay. it was all okay but yeah i think it has been a really fun season i i think that uh i i don't know i've just i've really enjoyed all the interactions between cassie and sam i think they've been so cute together i really have enjoyed all the martha moments have been so much fun i've liked all the connections to the merowicks have been really well done i think and you know they'll never cease to be uh letters and stuff and diaries and things from elizabeth merriwick <laughs> exactly i know it can go on forever and it's- how many furniture and strange places and whatever can they find letters from elizabeth merriwick but i love it i think it's really fun and they found the sheet music was really fun the ring was really good there's right. all it, i don't know and uh, she's got the wedding dress which i'm excited to actually see on her see on Catherine. well let me ask you this as a long-term good witch fan and you clearly uh-huh. because partly you know of your podcast you, you right. pay a great deal of attention to detail and stuff what would it take for you as a good witch viewer to continue to be interested in this show uh-huh. for you know a few seasons to come like what would it take to well i mean it doesn't take me much watching what I, it doesn't take me much because i really like the show and i like the characters i uh yeah, yeah i mean i I, uh, I I don't know. Uh, I just really it doesn't take much. I just really, it's really enjoy daily life in Middleton, isn't it? It's watching yeah. the people that you know go through and sort of discover things about themselves and about Middleton. Yeah, yeah. And I just as much Martha time as possible is 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 always a win for me. And I oh, I would just yeah, oh yeah. I would just really like to see them give grace more moments of joy like i feel like she's in oh that's interesting yeah yeah that's the only the only critical feedback that i would give is i just feel like uh like the the episode with the prom for instance where uh you know noah is after her for spending time on the prom committee and it's like that's her like she's on this of course she's going to be involved like the week before like he's mad at her for not going to her his game and it's like um i know this committee and leading it like of course she's going to be involved in it and and like and then nick's kind of at her about like uh about uh both her her friend trying to get a date with her friend but then also like she uh she she don't goes to all the work and then as he's like well we had to do everything because you were and i'm like is she the only person on this committee like what and <laughs> i don't know i felt like or, or I guess that wasn't prom. It was dance or whatever. I don't know. But um, it's like she couldn't I, do anything right. I know. That's what I've been feeling with that. And, uh, and just the whole feud with Nick and just all this stuff. It's like, she's so sweet and she's so great. 
uh, that I, I'd like to see more moments of joy with that character. That'd be my only feedback. I agree. I think she, she deserves it. I mean, she, yeah. you're right. She's very sweet. She tries to do the right thing all the time. Yeah. And that whole sort of, it was, it was almost like this sort of parallel of, of a woman having an interest, you know, outside the home. With yeah. That, that committee. And why aren't you coming to my game? Well, I have, I have stuff in my life too, you know, yeah. it's, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was a very, uh, mature kind of uh, sort of dynamic that was going yeah. on it was uh, odd yeah. in a in, the, in their age group but yeah, yeah and, you know, I, courtney I, was I, kind I, of hard I, on her too courtney in their scenes like you know like right. you stole my interview and it's like she didn't steal her interview like she had no control over that like it's not grace's fault that like that was my fault yeah. yeah like that was kind of rough <laughs> uh and she and she went to all the trouble to get courtney the actual interview and i was like wow that was really nice of her <laughs> but i know yeah um but no there i mean there's I, I just really enjoy the show i think it has a uh to me it has a little bit of a feel of uh do you ever watch the gilmore girls oh yeah if I think it has yeah, and a in little fact, bit of they a shot there. Gilmore Girls. They shot the pilot up here, in a in a sort of a little town that's just north of Toronto, and uh, that so that square that then they recreated when it went to series, and they ended up shooting it in studio somewhere, or you know on a on a lot. Yeah. Um, they they recreated that sort of central square, and it's a place where I've actually shot in before and other things. Oh really? Uh, no, that's I love the Gilmore cool. Girls. Yeah. yeah like it's different obviously in a lot of ways but like i don't know just the sort of the town feel of stars hollow i, f I feel like somewhat similar to middleton and uh the uh, mother-daughter dynamic uh is is somewhat yeah. similar and uh, sort of the gilmore girls with magic yeah yeah and a little bit nicer people <laughs> let's be honest yeah. Yeah, I agree. And not as much sex. There was quite a bit of sex in the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that's, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Which always but, struck me as kind of jarring whenever I watched the Gilmore Girls and there was some sort of overt sexual behavior. I thought, I don't know. I just don't buy it yeah. in this show. I don't think it's a good fit. It made me a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and uh, the... And certainly Cassie is much like more likable character than Lorelai. But anyway... Yeah. Uh, it's like I, I, I actually watched Gilmore Girls, and and I realized that I actually found Lorelai kind of irritating. Yeah. Um, after I rewatched it, I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I didn't find her irritating before." But her mother, Emily, is the best character. Oh, on I the show. adored her. I loved her. The best. And, and her Pauline, father died. Yeah. Yeah. The best. And so, anyway, it's it's really fun and you can tell everybody in there thank you so much for making a great season we've really enjoyed it and i will uh, i will tell everyone yeah please and if any of them want to come on the podcast just let us know we'd be we'd love to talk to them and uh yeah i mean you had said that there was a big twist is that coming in the finale because i haven't really felt it so far we've been on the look for it uh there's a there's a there's a surprise it's a bit of a surprise ending so oh, okay um, i can't say too much and and I, they leaked part of my surprise in the trailer so okay. um that had to do with me but there's there's surprises for other people as well uh yeah so it, it's Ooh. yeah it's <laughs> well it'll be really fun we'll definitely have to catch up again about that and uh definitely so once I, once I, we can talk about what what might lie ahead once i once the show is renewed and 
and I've been renewed and you've seen the final episode and we can talk again about what could possibly be in store. Deal. I'm guessing that they will probably announce it at the TCAs uh, in August is my guess, but we will see. Uh, It'll be pretty fun. So they generally uh, announce the renewal of the show after the, whether or not they're going to renew it after the last uh, episode has aired. Okay. Sometime after that. So that's oh, this good. week. And then, because um, if, you know, usually we're shooting in August. So yeah. that's what they like to do is start oh. in August and then hopefully be done before winter sets in completely. So it doesn't look like Guess Middleton, doesn't look like The Handmaid's Tale where it's just always <laughs> winter in Middleton. Right, right. Well, and, and we'll hopefully get a uh, fall, hopefully we'll get a fall movie. As we've gotten the last few years. That I hope so, too. I hope mm-hmm. so, too. I really liked Spellbound. I thought that was really fun. Enjoyed that one very much. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> we'll talk again. It'll all become clearer after the final episode. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> You're the best. Make sure you check out this week. We will have our, uh, our final recap show uh, about the finale on Thursday. So make sure people check that out. And uh, this week we are doing for the regular podcast, we are talking about two July 4th movies and uh, that one's really fun for Hallmark because our normal podcast is on Wednesdays and that was July 4th. So it fit perfect. And (laughs) uh, so lots of fun stuff coming up. I hope everybody is enjoying Christmas in July. That started actually uh, on Hallmark, and uh, our Hallmark movies and mysteries has started already with Christmas in July. So we love a good Christmas movie in the summer. It's just it's just fun. Love it when it's forty six degrees outside. Yeah. I love watching those actors do Christmas right? movies. Yes, and in their, in their lovely sweaters. <laughs> And we have, last week we did our Christmas in July preview show, which uh, did very well. And so hopefully people enjoyed that. And uh, so a lot of fun stuff going on. So check it out. Make sure you're following us on the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Try to post every single day. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. I am going to be covering Hotel Transylvania 3 on my channel. So check that out. And uh, thanks again, Catherine. You're the best. We, we just, it was so great talking with you. My pleasure. I wish we could talk more about the finale, but I'm eager for everyone to see it and see what they think. And thank you so much. I really enjoy talking to you and getting to talk about the show. Yeah, anytime. And uh, yeah, we'll have a great rest of uh, rest of your day. And, and uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Okay, great. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye-bye.